0: about to hear a life-changing message preached at Revival International Memphis by the Rev. Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Isaiah 43 verse 4, the Bible says, Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee, therefore I will give men for thee, and people for thy life. In this special Honor Your Prophet Sunday, Rev. Lindsay preaches a powerful message honoring the anointed. When you truly value something, only then can it be of benefit. It is important to honor those God has placed in your life, including pastors and our Bishop Di Cured Mills. So let us listen into this anointed word and appreciate those God has placed in our lives as there is a special blessing that awaits us. Be blessed.
1: Great. Well, today I want to share with you a few thoughts. About how to honor a gift God gives you. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians. Now, if God was giving you a gift, what would you want? What would you want? Let me tell you, the greatest gift that God gives is a man. Because for God so loved the world that he gave a gift, Jesus Christ. Human. He's called the son of man. Although he was a son of God. So, when God wants to love you, he gives you a gift. Human beings sitting around you are an expression of God's love for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you? God loves you. That's why he gave you Dorothy. I hope you like her. Because I was, I, was, ah, okay. I was trying to find somebody who likes her. <laughs> Amen. Now, beautiful, The eh? Bible says when God loves you, he gives you a man. In fact, let's read Isaiah chapter 43 first. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 4. He said because 43 verse 4 King James, King James, King James <coughs> says, since you were precious in my sight since you were precious precious This is God's since you were precious in God's sight And you have been honorable, not dishonorable. And God said, I have loved you. Therefore, I want to bless you. I will give you men for you. I will give people for your life. Clap for the Lord Jesus. When God loves you and you behave honorably and you are precious to him, he doesn't give you nice designer glasses. It, I'll give you people. And you have more of the glasses. Yeah. Everything you are came from somebody. You may say you bought it. But you, have you had money that you can't find what you want? Your money becomes useless. Money is paper. Until God gives you an ability to translate it into something valuable. You will be precious. You will be honorable. God will love you. And he will send many people. That will be a blessing to you. Say amen. Clap for the Lord. Including Dorothy. Hallelujah. Now. Therefore. The people that value people. They value that the people are an expression of God's love to them. Because God loved me. Isabella. that's why God gave you to me. And when I chat with you. Even your Laughter. Brings me joy. You haven't been lonely before. So you may not appreciate people. Yeah. Amen. Now. When God loved the church. He gave. Again human. You, you give gifts. You give iPad. You give shoes. The other time somebody gave me shoes when I was preaching nicely. I realized when I preached well. I get shoes. The following week. I be decided to preach nicely and I have got two shoes. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Oh, yeah. I got two pairs of shoes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What a pastor. What, what about that? You want to share with me? Nah. <laughs> Come and preach. You also get it. No, I'm serious. But I'm still waiting for somebody to bring me. When I preach, Where well, they bring me a human being. You know, I have only three boys. I don't have a girl. You even share one of your baby girls with me. Because you are not God. Because you can't just sell a human being or gift a human being. No, that's not normal. They may, you may go to prison for that. But God is free to do that. And he does that all the time. Clap for the Lord Jesus. God has also given us, because he loves the church, because he loves us, he gave us a precious anointed man of God, Bishop Dag. Clap for the Lord Jesus. That's why we're here. Yeah. Because you are precious, and you have been honorable, and he has loved you. Ephesians chapter 4, from verse number 11. The Bible says, Ephesians 4, 11. And he gave gifts. Go to verse 9. Verse 9. Verse 9, please. Now he ascended. Uh, now he that, or is it verse 8? Try verse 8. Wherefore, he said, when he ascended up on high, he sent captivity captive and gave gifts to men. He gave gifts unto men. Gifts to men. Gifts to men. God, Jesus Christ, when he ascended and led captivity, when he went away, he did exactly what God did. When God loved the world, he gave him, Jesus Christ, to men. Now, Jesus Christ was a seed. When he also ascended and went back to God, he said, man. Just give that you give to the people that's blessed them. You give me as a gift to bless them. The Bible says in the book of Acts, I believe chapter 2 and verse 26 or so, He said, "Because God loved us, He took our iniquity and blessed us by giving us Jesus Christ." And so Jesus Christ, also when He was coming, he said, "I want to bless the people. Lord, what you did with me has been a blessing. If you want to bless the world, give them gifts like me." So he ascended and organized God to give gifts to men. Then, verse 9, verse 9. Now, he, now that he ascended, what is it? But that he also descended first to the lower parts of the earth. That's Jesus Christ. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. Clap for the Lord Jesus. And then what were the gifts he gave gifts he gave some apostles he gave some prophets he gave some evangelists he gave some pastors and some what teachers clap 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 god distributed human gifts with his anointing so when you see a pastor you are seeing a gift Tell somebody I have a gift in my pastor. <laughs> yeah, I have a gift. Tell someone, don't joke with my pastor. He's my gift. Yeah. No, no, seriously. My gift. Now, the same way they say, Don't joke, don't touch my wife. My gift. When I try to give Dorothy away, the face, the eyes of Kojo here. Alone. Threatening me. That's why I pulled away. You realize I tried not to go to him again. I tried by the Spencer but Devonne was not here. I was forced to go to him. And I knew that on my second round I had to say something good. So I said he's precious. He's loved by God. He's honorable. So that at the end of the church service, instead of getting shoes, I don't get slaps. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> now, what I'm trying to tell you is that that's a man who appreciates his gift. I don't know why Sensa sits far from the wife. Maybe because of what they do. But appreciation is what has brought them this close. I, I want to keep close. You know, somebody said, in modern churches, if you don't sit by your wife, you can get lost like a handbag. <laughs> so, make sure. But it's not true for our church by the grace of God. What I'm trying to tell you is that the value that gifts God gives you. Most people who are not valued, people you say, Oh, why are you behaving? Most of the time, it's because you're not valuing them. Anybody who you value, they shine as you compliment them for what they do right, not repeating the things that they do wrong. Everybody has imperfections. But the Bible says, A man, so as praises, he said, as the shining pot, as, as, the, as the mirror or, or glass. To a man's face. So is a man to his praise. Yeah. So is a man to his praise. Compliment people, they will repeat it again. Or honor. Praise is another way for saying honor. If I want to honor you, I will praise you and say the things that you do that I appreciate. But most people don't appreciate their pastor. Therefore, they don't benefit from the gift that God has given them. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. So you realize that everybody who gives a gift, the next thing they look out for is what well, do you know? Who knows? When they give somebody you give a gift to somebody, what do you well number one? You say thank you. That's the first thing. To acknowledge number two, what? When you give me a shoe, you look forward to me wearing it. Yeah. There's a brother who's giving me a shirt. It's a shirt for winter. I don't know. He keeps asking me. Do I like the shirt? Do I like the shirt? I I am looking for a cold weather that I'll bring. One day, a Sunday, I woke up and the weather was cold. I took the, I mean, very thick shirt I wore. Look, by the time it was nine in the morning, the weather was hot again. So I carried the shirt and I put it, hung it here. That brother didn't come to church. Yeah because he's been asking and one of these is i wear it by the grace of god now what that means is that everybody who gives a gift is expecting you to appreciate to value to honor to make use and to prove that you actually value what was given do you value your pastor do you honor the gift god gave you any gift you don't honor will not appreciate Appreciating people cause them to appreciate. I'll say it again. There are two different things. Anything you appreciate appreciates. There are two words. The first, appreciate, is anything you appreciate as in you thank, you value, your honor. The second, appreciate, it becomes bigger. Ah, your, your money has appreciated. It's different from depreciation, reduced. Anything you appreciate increases in your eyes. Yeah. Oh no no, no. You try to appreciate people, you become great. Appreciate gifts. Some of you, as I'm preaching, those who appreciate me, this is gold for you. Those who don't, it's like what I've went we be heard before. Do you get the point? So today, I want you to appreciate what God has given us, in Bishop Doug. Just like I want you to appreciate what God has given you in your spouse, in your child, in your parent, in your job, in your car. Contentment is not having what you want. Not everybody will have what they've desired. Contentment is wanting what you have. Not having what you want. Clap for Jesus. Yeah. What you think you don't have. What you think you don't have. I mean, in life, many people in life, we chase things we don't have. In so doing, we forget what we have. Most of you, the, your, the road to your workplace, you don't even know it, how beautiful it is. Because you are targeted at one thing. The job. The job. You don't even see the roads, the nice people, the smiles, the beautiful. Somebody sat in my car once going to work. Pointed out things that I had never seen. Then I realized, no, this is a bad life I'm living. I must enjoy everything God has given me. The gifts around. Amen. So, I we brought you this to help you to appreciate the gift God has given you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. One day, my wife was standing there, dressed up in a wedding. I was chatting with all the other church members, ladies, gentlemen, this, this. Then Apostle Joel called me aside because my wife was just standing there alone. Nobody was talking to her. I said, Come. And then, even I go and stand there. And then, Apostle Joel told me something. Could you? I said, Yes, yes, yes. Have you seen her? Oh, oh, I came with her. So, what do you mean? Have I seen her? That's my wife. I came with her. No, no, I said, have you seen her? Ah, yes, I've seen her. Try again. Have you seen her? Yes. He said, do you know your wife is very beautiful? I married her, so. A lot of people were giving her compliments. pulled me to his side and said, tell her what looks good about her. As I spoke, it was almost like tears began to flow. I had not appreciated what God had given me. From that day, I decided I'll appreciate <laughs> from the top your hair like the silk, your eyes like two Whatever it is. Your neck like a tower of Babel. Hallelujah. And things like that. I took my time. I took my time. Now even when she travels, she's calling me all the time. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Keep complimenting. Now. now. So. Today. I, (laughs) I am going to tell you. That it's important. To honor. Appreciate. What God has given you. As a gift. My title today is honoring the anointing. God for Jesus. Honoring the anointing. Honoring the anointing. Honoring the anointing. Now, the thing that is upon a man of God. That makes him precious. Able. Capable of doing these things. Is not a human power. A spiritual power. The Bible says, Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. He asked, but what do you see? And he said, I see this as. Then the verse said put it, it said, It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Okay, when you see me preaching here nicely, it's the spirit of God. When you see cathedrals being built, pastors like me who never knew, we chase girls into the church, and now we are chasing demons out of the church. Clap for Jesus. It's because there's an anointing on his life that has affected and impacted me. You must respect it's not the humanity, it's the anointing. It's the oil, the grace of God on a man of God's life that makes him precious, special, able to do these things. Hallelujah. And therefore, I want us to honor, therefore, the anointing. Number one. Where the anointing is not on it, it does not work. It does not work. Let me read a passage of scripture to you. Scripture, Mark 6 from verse 1 through 5. Bible says, And Jesus went out from there and came into his own country. Somebody say his own country. And his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, Wow, from whence has this man these things? How? Where are these things coming from? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? Given, someone say, given is God who gives wisdom anointing grace to pastors that they do mighty things. What wisdom and what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are done by his hands. If God does not give you, you can't. You can't build this church if God doesn't give you grace or anointing. So there's something on pastors. Jesus Christ had something and everybody knew that this man came as a carpenter. How come he can do these wonderful things? How come these miraculous things are happening? How come? And they explained, where is this wisdom coming from? Where are these mighty works originating from? And then now look. Now, when people were supposed to answer, the people in his own place, look at the answer they gave. Oh, why are you fussing too much about this? What's the big deal? Is he not a carpenter? Is this not a carpenter? Is this not the carpenter? Is he not the son of Mary? I know his mother. Is he not the African boy? Is he not the man who prays for us during the communion? We know him. So what is it that you are talking about? What's new? Why honor your prophet today? What's the big ado about nothing? No, that is what the people did to Jesus. He said, "Is he not a carpenter? Is Mary not the mother?" Don't we know the brothers James and and, and Joseph and Judah and Simon and our sisters not here with us. And they were offended in him. They went off at the deep end about him. They missed it. They were analyzing his humanity, his background. They were analyzing what's the big deal. They got offended. Now look, the next verse. But Jesus said to them, Jesus interpreted, Jesus explained why things don't work, why the miracles don't take place in members' life when God gives them the supernatural gift, why the great works don't affect us. Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own country. It means a prophet is honored everywhere, only in his own country. Likelihood is that, Bishop will be honored by other churches, other countries, but in UD, Lighthouse, Revival, we may not appreciate him. Yeah. So when I send, I'm in charge of the Revival denomination. When I send out this, Honor Your Prophet, I said, if you're giving testimony and the pastor does not have a testimony, forget it. That church is not legitimate. True. the pastor doesn't appreciate the anointing, who will appreciate the anointing? Yeah. That is why Bishop, uh, 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 Jesus told Peter, I'm trying to make you the head pastor. What do you think about me? Who do men say that I am? And some say uh, Elijah, some say, who do men, and he said, now he went to Peter. You, Peter, what do you think about me? Jesus, Peter pointed out, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Do you know what the Christ means? You are the anointed one. The first thing, that Peter, uh, Jesus was expecting for whether you've received the gift God sent is to see whether you've gone beyond the humanity to the divinity, to the spirituality. Peter passed with flying colors. He said, you are not just, you are the Christ, the anointed one. You have to recognize the anointing and respect the anointing. Bishop Doug has no power to do anything good for anybody except the fact that there's an anointing on his life. Clap for the Lord Jesus. That is what, when you recognize, will bring you a blessing. So Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country and among his own people and in his own house. It's possible that you don't even respect me in this church. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Think about it. Think about it. Like I just came. This weekend I am preaching in Minnesota. Look. Maybe I'm not saying it. But when I finished preaching. I was wondering what is going on here. Wait. Envelope, this. 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 My bag is full. I'm serious. I preached just one day to them. I've been preaching for you for how many years? 35 years. It's true. I'm not saying this for you to bring the envelopes. I have enough from uh, Minnesota by the grace of God. You have not given me. But I preach. I preach better here than there by God's grace. What I'm trying to tell you: chances are that the same thing you are doing to me is what we are doing to Bishop Dad. True. When we say honor your prophet, what honor? What honor? You watch this. Anything you appreciate, appreciates. Never depreciates. Yeah. And Jesus said it point blank. It is because you don't honor me. And watch what happened even to Jesus. Verse 5. And Jesus could dare do no mighty works. A man noted for mighty works. He couldn't do even one mighty work. When he came to his own country. His own people. His own house. He could not. Not that he didn't. He could not. Look, the, 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 the greatest um, fighter of the anointing on a man of God's life is the familiarity of his fellows. Yeah. Yeah. Did you should see the angelic presence in Minnesota by the grace of God. The angelic presences. When Bishop is preaching, in Manila, you should see the pastors. I mean, I used to. He doesn't finish preaching, then they all rush. Touch me before you leave. And I wonder whether when their local pastor over there too is preaching, they do the same. Because it's a factor of familiarity. The same way your children, you cook the nicest food, but they rather eat in a neighbor's house. But those neighbors too would like to eat in your house. Begin to appreciate when God brings you something. Chances are that He's provided everything in that thing. Jesus of all people could not do mighty works. Can you imagine Jesus is here praying for people and they are not being healed? I mean, nobody is falling under the power. Jesus is here. He says, "Come out," and they come in. Yeah, he could there do no mighty work nothing big came out of that place because of familiarity and Bible says except that he laid hands on a few sick folk and healed them mighty works he couldn't do so where the anointing is not honored it does not work has not work. So, from today, let's begin to change our mindset so that the anointing will work on us. That's the only God part of any pastor God gives you. The Christ, the anointed part. Appreciate, You know, take your mind off the carpenter, Mary's, the mother and all that. Take your mind off that and look on the anointing, the supernatural part, the source of God's power that makes him different from all other people. He chose a man. He put it on a man. He put it there not for him but for you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Do you think the anointing on Jesus was for Jesus? Jesus didn't need anointing for anything. Jesus didn't need healing. He was never sick. He, was ne- he, didn't, ma- he didn't need a beloved. What are you bringing? It was not for him. It was for us. He realized the importance and when he went, he said, ah, bring more of this anointing for people. Tell somebody, I will recognize the anointing. Number two, number two, number two, number two. So number one is what? It does not work. Therefore, tell somebody, the anointing will work here. (laughs) Because I will honor the anointing. It will work. It will work. Why should it not work? That's the only one we have. It must work. Number two, honoring the anointing is an obligation and a legal requirement. God expects you to honor the anointing. Galatians chapter 6, verse 6 to 8. Galatians 6, Bible says, Let him that is taught in the word communicate or share with him that teacheth in all good things. In other words, if the man is anointed and is teaching you, appreciate him by sharing some good things. Appreciation with that man of God. We are not begging for tips. By the grace of God. You all know that I work and I have a good job by God's grace. I mean, Bishop Bag doesn't need your tips. As a matter of fact. We are not asking for anybody to give money. This year, we are honoring just the works and appreciating the works. That works, the works like his messages, his books. So at the end of the day, we've set up a table. This year, Bishop Doug wants to give you a gift. Clap for the Lord Jesus. He wants to give you all his podcasts for free. All his books for free. We set up a table. Just get your device. Uh, this book, the, what I'm preaching here, is called The Anointed and His Anointing. And every book there, you can have it for free. Oh, it's a good place to thank God. So in case you are thinking I'm saying this so that you can give envelopes and money, this year there's no nothing like that. No offering. We'll find another opportunity if you want to. But it's not about money. So that you can erase because anytime that you say owner, oh, nah, everybody thinks about money. So no, forget about money so that you can think well. Sometimes you have to take away what people are thinking so they can listen to their preaching. No money, you're not money. You are not giving any money to bishop. No, zero. Not to me, not to bishop. So listen well with a pure heart. Uh Don't think I'm concocting a message so that you can give money. Don't give any. No. If I won't give give you an account to give any money and no offering for honor your prophet. We will not. So you can listen properly because we've seen that every time when we preach this, you think it's about money. These people are extorting my money. excuse me. Please, there are nicer ways of getting money. I mean, yeah. I mean, the eyeglasses that I took here. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It's very, quite an expensive thing. I said, Give it to me. I'll sell it. Oh. But, Galatians 6 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all things. Next, verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. That thing we use for, oh, sow more, give more. No, it was for a man of God. Because was about a man of God? Say when you sow into a man of God's life, like prayer is a sowing. So this week we'll sow prayer. And then we will not know money. And next week we'll sow souls. Everybody, if you really value the anointing God has given us to become an evangelist, I'm telling you all of you, Forget about your money. Keep your money in your wallet. Bring one, in fact, two souls to church. Two souls to tell God, Lord, I appreciate the anointing you put on Bishop Dark. And by appreciating you, I am going out this week and I will not come here empty. I'll bring two souls. Clap for Jesus. Is it doable? Is it doable? Isabel, it's doable. You are not bringing $200. You are bringing two what? Souls, okay, good. So, souls, others. Soul, souls. Soul, souls. so souls. 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 souls into. This is such a blessing. I am sowing spiritual things, souls. First of all, I'm sowing myself, and I'm sowing others' souls. You'll be the Trinity. You and the two will be Trinity. If you try, two, it doesn't work to be one. Amen. But don't come and say, the Trinity is my flesh, my soul, and my spirit. So the three in one, we are here. Amen. No. So that's the thing. Say, whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Then verse 8 says, but he that soweth in the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Anytime you sow into spiritual things, you reap life. And that life is everlasting. Don't think life means just breathing. Look, life means the God kind of life. God's will for your life. What God intended for you. That's when you are living. You will find God's plan for your life. God's choice of who to marry. God's choice of a job. Even God's choice of a promotion. That's God's life. God's word, the words that I speak unto you, their spirit and their life. They give you the life that the word is intended to give you. Yeah, I have changed because of the word. The word has changed me. I tell you, I tell you, the word will change your world. The word will change your world. Yeah, did you know that Jacob was changed by the word? The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 8, and the word descended into Jacob and it lighted upon Israel. It changed him from Jacob to Israel. The word entry changes your life. Yes. Yes. The Lord sent a word into Jacob. May the world and ent- word enter you and change your world. It changed Jacob from trickster. His world changed. He became Israel a prince. He was running away. Trickster Saplanta became a prince. The word that enters changes people. The Lord sent a word into Jacob and it lighted upon suddenly we couldn't find Jacob we found Israel. Something on the inside is working on the outside. Oh, what a change. Oh, what a change in my life. That's why I read the word. That's why I listen to the word. That's why the man of God's preaching podcast over there. Keep listening. Keep listening. A word will enter your Jacob past. Your Israel present will show up. lighted up. When he sent the word. And the Lord spoke. Let there be light. And there was what? Light. The light showed up in Israel. Clap for Jesus. So. So, honoring the anointing is an obligation and a legal requirement. God says here, if you sow in the spirit, you will reap of the spirit life. The word will come alive, everlasting. Now, I don't have time, but I can add one more, just one, that your honoring of which one do you want? Number four or number three? Honoring the anointing provokes unspeakable blessings. On your behalf. Honoring the anointing. Yeah. I'll show you two scriptures. Matthew chapter 10, from verse 40 to 42. The Bible says, He that receives you receives me. Jesus had sent the disciples to go and preach. He said, Look, when I send you to Lighthouse, when they have received Bishop Duck, they have received me. And he said, When they received me, they have received God who sent me. In other words, as I told you initially, When Jesus ascended, he gave gifts to men. Some pastors, some evangelists. When you receive those that he sent as gift, you are receiving Jesus who sent them. And when you receive Jesus, you are receiving God who sent Jesus as a gift. Yes. God sees how you see me is how he sees that you are treating Jesus because Jesus sent me. Do you get the point? And it is the anointing that he sent me with, whether you will receive it. Then it goes on in verse 41 to say that he who receives a prophet, a prophet is the one who speaks the word of God to say, that says the Lord. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. It means that whatever God sent a prophet to do in your life will come to pass if you receive him and honor him. Oh, say amen loudly. Yeah. Yeah. If God, if I had not received the anointing on Bishop Dark's life, I would never be a pastor. I would probably be a hooker. I mean, a a pimp still. A pimp still. (laughs) No problem. You'll never know. These days. It is the word that has changed everything. I'm saying that to say that you know let's not just sit in church as usual or do things as routine. Let's go higher. Jesus Christ asked who do men say that I am? They said they think you are a prophet. You are one of the prophets. Elijah this. He said make it personal. You. Who do you think? And the answer that qualified was you are the Christ. It's about the anointing. And Jesus said. Flesh and blood has not revealed you. But my father in heaven. So today. I want you to see what Peter saw. In Jesus. That made a difference. That that is what God is sending you. In a man of God. because Jesus sent them. And he said. If you receive a prophet. In the name of a prophet. You shall receive a prophet's reward. And if you receive a righteous man. In the name of a righteous man, you will receive a righteous man's reward. But I like the last part. The last part says that whoever, someone say whoever, whoever, shall give to drink unto one of these little ones, even a cup of cold water, only in the name that this one is the disciple sent to me. Verily I say to you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. It means that even if your pastor is little, Come here, man. This is your pastor. If this is your pastor, if you receive him as a disciple, because of that, instead of sending him to bring you cold water, you go and fetch a cold water and say, Pastor, drink. You will never lose your reward. Clap for Jesus. Sit down, brother. I think he says you should bring him cold water. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, time is not on my side, but hear this. Value the spiritual gift that God puts on his pastors. For example, when you are going for flow, listen by listening to. No, this is not a carpenter. This is not a doctor. This is not just one of the male. One person said when he was preaching, oh, it's just because he's a man. If it was a woman, who's would have said it differently. Look at what you're doing. Now you are reducing the anointing into sexism. Now you are reducing the anointing, oh, it's because it's from Africa, into culture. You are trying to make Brother Michael's mistake that he's corrected. <laughs> you are reducing the, the anointing into he's a child. Mm. God went through all that to show you that whatever it is, whether carpenter, a child, or, or see the spiritual import, many Christians need to really benefit you will benefit from today your life will become spiritual and new life will come to you when god sends you a message he's sending you a gift he sends you a pastor he's sending you a gift the gift will make room and change your life like he's changed Brother michael's life my life and to amina's life your life will change it will come in the form of a promotion it may come in the form of a mind change it may f- come in the form of a deliverance it may come in the form of healing everything that you. I didn't expect physical things to do. The spiritual part, which is the anointing, will do for you. I see something changing in your life. I see an elevation coming into your life. As you honor the anointing, as you listen to the messages, as you read the books, as you listen to the podcast, as you do the flow, as the communion comes, you see as he's proclaiming prophecies and decreeing things, receive them as coming from an anointing from God. God wants to help you. Unfortunately, he doesn't give angels. He gives human beings and that should not stop you from receiving the blessing. Lift up your hands. Clap for Jesus. Rise to your feet. (laughs) Hallelujah. I wish God could send angels. It will make our our receiving easy. But you'll be surprised that if he sends an angel and the angel stays here for long, you'll do the same thing to him. After all, we did it to Jesus. Put your hand on your heart. And tell the Lord, whatever you have for me, I will not miss it. I don't want to miss it. I want to receive the reward of the anointing. Help me to honor the anointing on your founder, the visionary. Oh, the representative of Jesus in the form of a pastor, a prophet i'm ready not to see the carpenter not to see the humanity but to see the anointing so help me god put your hand on your heart father thank you for everyone that is here i pray of transformation a power a glorious anointing to fall upon your people i pray make us of quick understanding where we have become too familiar lord grant us humility to receive the grace, the gift, the anointing. I pray, forgive us for any time and any way that we have despised the gift you are sending us. Oh, what's this big deal? In any way, whether in the form of our absences or our attitudes or our neglect of the spiritual nature of the gift. Forgive us and give us a new a renewed mind and heart and restore hundredfold any gift we lost because of our familiarity may mighty works be found in us in jesus name amen now if you are here you want to give your life to jesus you are here you want to surrender the same way we have life-changing testimonies you want your testimony it starts with receiving Jesus before you receiving even the anointing of the man of God. You want to give your life to Jesus, please lift up your right hand. I'll pray a short prayer with you. Anybody who's here, you want to surrender to Jesus right now. I believe that next week, because we're going to bring so many people, there'll be many salvations. In Jesus' name.
0: Wow. Weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.